Greetings everybody, James your Dungeon Mancer here, and thank you so much for being patient while it took us forever to get off of our hiatus, get off of our butts, and get this episode out to you. I do have a couple quick announcements to make right in the forefront here. First, it looks like our first live show will be this October at Anime Fusion in Minneapolis. Now, it hasn't been officially confirmed yet, but I have been talking with people and it looks like we will be on the panel list to do something about that. So if you are going to be around the Minneapolis area during October, check out Anime Fusion and more so if you're going to be at Anime Fusion, come check us out. It's going to be super embarrassing if there's only five people in the audience. Uh, second big piece of announcement, this arc we play The Quiet Year, which is a wonderful game. However, there is a bit of a visual aspect to it, so we were planning on releasing this arc entirely with companion video to show what we were doing. The problem is, is that video did not turn out properly. There were a lot of technical issues we ran into that we didn't even realize until after we had already recorded the entire arc. And so that has to be scrapped, which is super, super bumming me out. That also leads to why it took so long to get this arc out, is I've spent the last month trying to figure out if I could salvage it in any way. And I could not. Unfortunately, my technical prowess, my background in editing and stuff was not enough to figure out a way to make it work. So unfortunately, we have to scrap that. But you will be hearing references to the Patreon and the video and stuff in the next four or five episodes. Unfortunately, that just isn't a reality that we could make work. To make up for that, though, we are going to do another quiet year um, game, probably standalone or maybe like a side project to the world of Adenak, and that we will either live stream or make sure we get working video for and then release that to everybody. Uh, other than that, though, just super excited to see you guys all here. If you haven't checked out our TikTok, it's Room and Bard over on TikTok. It's been mostly me doing medieval weapon reviews and comparing them to Dungeons and Dragons weapons and how they interact with armor and different things like that. Check it out. It's been blowing up. I think at the time of me recording this voiceover, we're at like 65,000 followers or something. I don't know. I just know it has gone beyond anything we thought was possible. But aside from that, I hope you're excited now that we're releasing Arc 2 of this season. It was recorded quite a while ago, and we all just had a blast with it, and we're so excited to see what you think about it. So, if you are enjoying this arc, hit us up on Facebook or our socials or anything like that, and let us know what you think. We really want to know. We want to know if what we're doing is entertaining for you. We first and foremost, are just having fun as a group of friends who all enjoy Dungeons & Dragons. But right after that, we want to make sure that you are getting what you want, that you're entertained, and that you're having a good time. And, you know, if you have ideas, let us know. Other than that, guys, I think we have an amazing arc coming up for you. I think you guys are going to love the arc, and the arc that comes after this is also fan tastic so I hope you're ready for that. But let's jump into the episode here, and hopefully I don't need to make any more weird announcements about technical issues. 
and we'll just see where we end up in, you know, a couple weeks here. As always, guys, I'm James, your Dungeon Mancer. Bron Vito and Tyler are off doing their own thing right now. We're still kind of on our recording hiatus, but I'm getting our next arc here out for you guys, and I just hope you really enjoy it. Uh, Again, let us know and, if you do, uh, and let's jump into Adamac. As more of the waves buffet against the side of the ship, um, and you hear thunder rolling in the distance. This is a storm is coming for Greetings, everybody. I'm James, your Dungeon Master, and welcome to Room and Bard, a bardic punk podcast following a bard, his new friend, a fleet of weird, strange people on a boat as they adventure to a new land to do some strange actions, and we have reached Season 2, Arc Number 2. Joining me today, we have Bron Vito playing. Hi. Yeah. Bron Vito. Hi. Hi. Oh my god. I can talk normal. <laughs> what? Oh. And we have Tyler playing. Hi, I'm Tyler. And I'm James, your dungeon master slash uh quiet Fiction. year GM. There I is guess? no GM. Host? I mean there kind of is because we're doing the, the yes. event dice and but things. Uh, realistically, it's really not because you also are a player. I am, actually. So I get to join in as a player today. Yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, The Quiet Year is a map drawing game made by Avery Elder, uh, illustrated by Ariel Norris, first released in 2013, but we're playing the 2019 iteration. Um, and it is a map drawing game, a world building game where you split a year, the quiet year, you split a year up into 52 weeks. Well, up to 52 weeks. Uh, because winter ends whenever a specific the, card is drawn. Uh, frost Frost Yep. And so, with our luck, it'll be... <laughs> it'll be the, the first, first winter card. <laughs> but basically what happens is some sort of apocalypse has happened or some cataclysm or just some situation that has required people to gather together and work together for the betterment of a community. And while they may start in a good nature, it does get messy as time goes on. And that's the whole thing is communities. You're working as a community of, of people playing and communities are messy. You never know how they're going to work out, what's going to happen. But basically it breaks down into a turn. Each person gets a turn and then that turn is one week of the year so it would go bronson tyler me bronson tyler me so forth and then the seasons change there's usually like an event that happens and there's a bunch of other things but that's the gist of the game yeah it's called the quiet year but i i think that's a you know a little bit tongue-in-cheek because i obviously a lot of stuff happens but i think it's supposed to be you know this some the journey of some civilization before the big event of your campaign or I mean, I, yeah. I don't think it was actually designed to be a precursor to a campaign or anything like that. I think it was just like a world building, like a cooperative world building experience and people have adopted it into being a world building like exercise where players can join each other and work together to be like have a hand in making the world that you're playing in. And that's what we're doing. 
Um, at the end of the first arc of season two, uh, you all met a old gentleman who um, we never got the name of. I don't think you did. We did. He was a half hammer. He was. He was oh, yeah. that's right. He was that's Todd right. Halfhammer's brother. Uh, Todd Halfhammer, being uh, Polinia's father, who went missing and Wiley found the journal of, and that he was hiding the heart of Bob, I believe. Brain. The brain of Bob. No, he. The brain is what corrupted him because that's what Wiley grabbed. Right. Yes. And he threw it, and then realized that he was sucked into. Yeah, and so because then he's like a, he was like an undead skeleton thing that Bob was. Yeah, he'd be like a lich or something, yeah. and then he became part of Bob, and he was trapped. Yep. And we have met Todd. No, or not it was Todd. The, it was the gnome that was hiding the heart. Was it? Oh it was yeah, Dwayne yeah. The wrong John. He was hiding it in the other side. Yep. We're bad people. <laughs> I know we are. We are. We're very bad. And so there is a map on the table. We have a camera aimed straight down at it. You can see our play space, and we will be working on it. So if you're a Patreon. You get a special unedited version of this, so there's going to be downtime and stuff in it, but you'll still be able to watch it. And if you're not a Patreon, you can still listen to us play the game. And Why don't you... Okay, so run us down kind of the different elements of the game. Yeah, yeah. So basically, um, how, how it's going to work is we each have a turn where we are... It's in a week of something kind of, you know, interesting or some event in the, in the civilization happening. Um, so basically... We have a deck of cards. Wink, wink to the Patreon. <laughs> um, we have a deck of cards that. Um, so say, say I draw a card. Let's see here. I get uh, the uh, the five of spades, which um, the the year that we're going to be playing through is broken up into four different seasons: um, spring, summer, summer, autumn, and yep. winter. And uh, spring is associated with spades. So I just pulled the five of spades, and uh, we have a little key here. We have the oracle. Uh, excuse you, spring of hearts, winter is spades. Oh, it's all black and white. That's yeah. right. <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> what? Well, spades are upside down hearts. What the fuck? <laughs> I guess. With I a, guess. They're uh, upside down hearts with, with, a, penis. Tails, with yeah. a little penis. With, with a penis. With a penis, yeah. yeah. Uh, so actually, it's, it's the hearts is spring. Um, so I got the four of hearts then. Uh, and on the oracle then, that says, so I, I get to choose in, in our civilization here. Well, we'll explain kind of a little more of the setup. But I'll choose then either what important and basic tool does the community lack or where are you storing your food? Why is it a risky place to store things? Um, and so we have all these. It's honestly kind of just like a, a, an idea prompt because, you know, you could answer these extremely straightforwardly and just be like, oh, we don't have chainsaws. Um, so that's it. That, that's the answer. Um, and uh, but really the idea behind it is think, you know, get invested in the world and come up with a narratively interesting uh, you know, response to this question. Um, it's very important to note that we are not rooting for the civilization. We are um, not. We're not benevolent gods. We are yeah. just. We are just forces of nature that are trying to tell an interesting story. Not necessarily a great, like you know, a happy one. Not a happy one, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No. It's just what's interesting. Yep. Exactly. So. Um, yeah. And this is why I mentioned contempt tokens. Is so say that I said, um, uh, what basic tool are, are do we lack? And you know, it, I'm like, well, we, we don't have um, 
you know, say something very esoteric like uh, we don't have magical fishing lines or something like that. And Vito is like, well, that doesn't doesn't make a lot a whole lot of sense. But he's not supposed to say that out loud. He would then take a contempt token, and then I could, and then that's a little signifier for me of like, okay, cool. Well, there's some like Vito has a different idea of where our civilization was heading, and that's great because then we can kind of work together without directly communicating why you know where we want to go with the civilization um because you were really not supposed to spend a whole lot of time sitting there chatting about our decisions you're just supposed to think on your own what's narratively interesting do it and then the other players react to it right and so that's why like part of your turn you have the option to hold a discussion because that discussion isn't supposed to be happening while you're playing it's supposed to be like well i kind of want to feel gauge where other people are coming from that and, and so also, but discussion. you hold but a discussion, you have to be, you're, it's not the gods discussing. You have to yeah, be a person. Yeah, it's members of the community, community and yes. how you feel they might be reacting to, say, maybe on my turn, yep, 10,000 people died because a disease swept through the castle. Yep. And then I, let's hold a discussion and see what people are feeling. Like, maybe somebody here in the community is like, I think it's a good thing. We should have got rid of those elves years ago. And now that adds a narrative element that we can kind of work into the storyline that maybe there's like an elf hating banana man. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Exactly. Um, but yeah. What was the character name that I... Oh my oh. God. I forgot it already. <laughs> it was good. Though. I know I know it's Scrooger. Uh, it's Scrooger. So, so oh, the way... Ralph. There you go. The that way this the works is we're going to start working together. Sorry, guys. We're going to start working together to discuss the terrain around what's happening here. And I'm going to actually, I, I've drawn a box and I will explain to you what's happening in that box here in a moment. Um, One other really important thing oh, yeah. is basically everything we do, the, the whole, this this game, Avery Alder, is a, it, it is not some just narrative game or something like that. It's specifically a map making game. So right. everything we do, we if, have to draw. We have to draw. Or, you're, or you, you slightly modify a drawing, or if there was a discussion held about something, you're supposed to put a little dot. And so if something is you know causes a lot of discussion, it's going to have a whole bunch of dots around it, and we know it's very significant. Uh, and which is really fun, the fact that we're going to be playing D&D &D based on this world is now that's we're going to have so much extra lore about this. It's not just going to be a random castle that James came up with. It's going to be this you know weird castle that all of us had input in right um, and the the surrounding area as well right right so um yeah that that's uh that's really the, that's the main thing is we have a bunch of choices to make and then we have to draw and to kind of tell the story uh and then also uh you probably heard me sorting some dice and patrons you can see the dice um we we also are, of course, are going through a year and all these different projects we come up with and stuff like that, um, they will be uh, kind of kept track with dice. Um, it will as kind of because when you start a project, it can take it'll, it'll take a matter of weeks. Yeah, between and the, one and six one weeks. and six weeks. Six is the most. And depending on how extensive or how complicated it be, it'd be you get to pick which. Yep. Yeah. And, and how we long it'd be. we decide as we're doing the project, how many weeks we think it's going to take. And then other people can have 
input on that project based on the cards they draw. So if somebody else draws a card that maybe Tyler played, started a project that I think should have taken six weeks and he thinks it's only going to take one week. And then I draw a card that's like a project fails. Why I can play that and be like, well, it was totally unprepared. It should have taken way longer and things like that. We're not necessarily working together as a team, right? Even though we're collaboratively building a world or an environment, which in this case we're building an environment because here's how we're going to run this. The square in the middle is actually the keep in addition to the surrounding courtyards, uh, castle walls, and small village area. Everything outside of that is going to be considered wilderness. Um, in fact, we should probably put a coastline on here. Now, this is not to scale by any means, but there is. But also, before we start, the one was everybody has to go and put something on the map. Right. Well, we'll get there. But this is just going off what we already know. All right. We know that this is a coastline here. I just drew on the table. My bad. And here is that super long dock. Right. Where your guys' boat is. And this is just... <gasps> Water. I just realized we're the Frost Shepherds. We are. Because when we arrive, that's when it stops. <laughs> sort of. So uh, the way we are going to end up in this is at the end of uh, Season 2 Arc 1, you guys met Arcana Ravel Halfhammer, the brother of Todd Halfhammer, who has been absorbed into Bob, the great Draco Lich soul dragon, whatever we want to call him. And the uh, he would be the uncle of Polinia Halfhammer, who you guys have received word is somewhere alive in this continent. Um, Don't know how she got there. Nope. Now, you guys have just arrived. And when you arrived, a, a man met you on the dock and introduced himself as Arcana Ravel Halfhammer. He's an older gentleman. And he revealed to you he knew you were coming. And you asked him why. And he told you he would tell you. And to follow him to his shack outside of the castle. And so you do. And when you arrive there, he sits down. There's a small fire going. The wind is cold. It's coming through the cracks in the walls of his hut. And you can see snow building up. Winter has arrived here. You know, James, bees don't like winter very much. Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, so, Half Hammer begins. When the visions began of the sky on fire and the oceans boiling, I thought little of the scenes in my abnormal mind. But when the days of sleeping souls arrived, I knew the visions, this time that I had seen, were true. For whatever reason, the gods sought to use a mangled old man as their vessel for warnings. It just so happens that on the day the lost souls emerged from the ocean in storm, I was delivering a benediction to those that would listen. While few heeded my words, just the same as I, I the visions, my words began to call to those who could see the signs. Darkness blanketed the land in months of just red sun. The goodness of our lands rotted, and the mountain ranges to the east and north erupted into what appeared to be dragon fire and ash. As we all watched every week, new machinations emerged from the storm in the ocean around us. All the visions I had rang in such an urgency that even those from distant Alfana arrived our small town to find guidance. 
I did what I could the first year, but endless sleepless nights and weeks passed. I did not know what was real and what was premonition. Driven to near madness by what I now felt as a curse, the visions suddenly stopped. Then a golden light interrupted the darkness and shown us all the meaning of our plight. The faces of a cat and a bee illuminated upon the walls of the old keep. With the rumor of war and undeath coming from the north, we knew this was the sign to begin working on welcoming our saviors. And so our year of preparation began. A community had already existed in this area. However, it was run down. It was sparse and far in between. But the old man, Arcana Ravel, had been preaching of some impending doom. Nobody believed him. Then the skies turned black. And the light turned black. And the sun turned red. The crops rotted. The oceans boiled. And then undead machinations started emerging from the water and just walking through the town into the north, into the west. Or the north and the east, my, my bad. Um, that would be that way. This is north? Uh, that would be east. So this is north. That would be north. He warned people for a long time that something was happening for a year, but nobody listened until these signs became more and more ever-present. And then people from all over Alfana came here because they had heard of a madman preaching who had predicted these events occurring. Are we on Alfana? I believe you are on Alfana. This is Alfana. Okay. So here's what we're doing. For some reason, I thought this was just like a little island. I don't know why. No, this is the very you edge are of on, Yeah, you are on Alfana. So retcon, tentatively, I don't remember if I said Alfana was the continent that sank, or New Francis, or whatever. I know it wasn't Itnasi, I know it wasn't Kankura, and I know it was probably not Harvington, um, or Steveite. Or oh I think those were in the... Those were in... I, uh, that was I forgot uh, about uh, that. Uh, or those were <laughs> cities in somewhere. But either way, yeah. we're retconning it to... It was New Francis that sunk, mm -hmm. and this is the continent of Alfano, which has been cut off from the rest of the world for over 200 years. That knows a little thing or two about resurrection the the rumor is yes they have the the magic of resurrection here so uh we are gonna go around and i believe do we we go in turns to add just some natural a mountain or a just beach something that or, existed that right, was like terrain yeah that exactly. wasn't uh that didn't exist i mean that the, the people here didn't make Okay, yeah, something yeah, that exactly. existed beforehand. So let's go ahead. We'll start with uh, Vito. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, Keeping in mind that it's not to scale. Yep. Yep. Um, and everything inside that box should be castle, keep, or village related. But don't let that... You can still have castle, keep, and village related things outside of the box. But just in that box is like only things that are in the town. Like consider that like developed land. Okay. Uh... So to the west, northwest of the, I will say there's this pool. Okay. Of, don't know what, but it's some type of bubbling liquid. Mm. Okay. So you've it's, got like. And a, it's not small. It's. So it's not thick. necessarily a pool. No, no. That's the like best Like a pond, maybe. No. Or like a like, lake. Like a lake. Okay. Almost. There is a or lake. What's between a lake and a pond? 
Um, like a smaller lake. Like, it's not, like, huge, huge, but it's a decent size. Yeah. It's a swimming hole. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, a swimming hole of yeah. boiling liquid. We'll do uh... a... Is it hot? Well, okay, so actually, and don't know. those are questions yes. that we aren't technically supposed to answer. That is where we do our projects of like... Right, we investigate yep, it. Yep, yep. Yeah, so we're just... It's very loose, descriptive These circles things. are bubbles. Yep, and because if you want if you want to know more, more about something, that's the whole point of the game is to do a project yeah, and learn more about it. Yeah, you invest the time into it. Okay. Um, so... Um, tell me if you disagree with this, but I think what I want is just a massive tree that they built the city around. Go kind ahead. Of thing. I don't. I don't disagree with that at all. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you can't ask me that anyway. Yeah. Well, j- I mean, for, you for kind this, of can. This setup thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, no. I think I think a massive, like almost like a Yggdrasil type of a thing, like a yeah. huge sky tree. Is that how you pronounce Yggdrasil? No, it's Yggdrasil. It's Yggdrasil. Okay. I, I, like I just like Yggdrasil. Yeah, that's it's got more sexy. of like Yggdrasil. Yeah, <laughs> Um, okay, yeah. So I'm gonna take some time to make this kind of crazy. Yeah, I'm kind of. A, what are those? Um, what are those trees that are really wide at, at the top? Um, oh. I think they're on coastlines a lot, like a man a mangrove. Tree. A mangrove. <laughs> well, so so mangroves they grow in like salt water. I'm not leaving us a lot of space. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You guys are just drawing huge shit on this. Um, hey, like I told you, this is a. Pretty it's a swimming stuff. hole. It's a swimming hole. God, look at how good at drawing oh, trees. That's I so good. <laughs> oh, you drew a hedgehog it. tree. I love it. <laughs> I think it's called the hedgehog because so, yeah. the top is just like uh, spiky. What? What type of tree did he say? Like mangroves man, are the ones man, that man, grow, mangrove, but I don't think okay. that would necessarily be what he was thinking. No, I'm just. But trying, that is I'm, like a mangrove kind of a style. Is this so, what you're thinking of? Kind of, yeah, yeah, but just fucking huge. Because <laughs> that's the bottom. Like oh yeah, that's kind of yeah, yeah. So I should have made it an upside down tree. What am I doing? God, I'm idiot. thinking that that'd be weird. <laughs> on this land, there is an area that used to be real fertile soil, but now, uh, since the sky turned red, oh, it's. We're like living through the calam. We're we're going through the calamity now. We're not recovering from it. it. Well, we are recovering from it. So, so it used to be fertile land, but then after the sky turned red, Something nothing like would grow here. Yeah, but what are those? Dragon dragon blood trees. Yeah, dragon blood trees, dude. They're sick. <laughs> that's that's what it's picture. I Sorry. think we're gonna have a bunch of farmland that's unusable Ooh. for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna put that. Oh, that's why it's unusable. They weren't. They made it all intersecting. Come on now. All right, so that's, <laughs> that's bad. That's uh, just unusable farmland for some reason. After the after the sun turned red, it just became completely like anything that planted there just rotted immediately. Okay, I love it. Oh, we we only, we do, only one do one. Eat. Oh, we do only do one. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it's only one. Okay, was, they in um, I almost said Adventure Time. <laughs> they do they did two just because they had land and sea. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. But it's we're only supposed to do one. Okay. So then next up, we have to talk about our starting resources. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. Um so what do we have abundances of and what do we have scarcities of? And I have 
the abundance and scarcity list over here, so I'll keep it written down. Good, because I don't have any of my stuff, so I can't write it down anyway. Yeah, I know you nerd. Well, so yeah. I, I don't think we start off saying if there are abundances or scarcities. We just list resources, and then we decide if there are abundances or scarcities. Um, name, yeah, each name an important resource for the community. Okay, so we each have to list a resource. Yeah. Okay, Vito. And something that kind of makes sense within... Well, Makes sense. The number one thing would be drinking water. But, well, this is the sea, isn't it? Yes, but you can't drink seawater. Oh, no, no. Just a resource. Yeah, a resource would be drinking water. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, it's probably one of the most important. Yeah. Okay. Do we make a mark for that then? Not somewhere? yet. Not yet. Not right, yet. Just write that down. Okay, so just resources, drinking water. Yeah. And I think... Um, Workable wood. Workable wood. I guess you could just call it wood, but well, I mean, I wood and so workable horny. wood are very different things. Oh, should we yeah. clap back in? Whatever. No, because I never had to stop recording. Oh, yeah, true. Okay. Um. Okay. Wow. A resource that I think they have a lot of. You know, it's coastal, and there's already a castle here. And we know there was previously a village. I think shelter. I like it. I think they're they're probably might not be great, but there is already shelter here. So out of those three now, Which what one? is abundant? Uh, I would probably say shelter. I think shelter. There's shelter would be the shelter. because there's already a shelter, town. It's but not there good, is but yeah. there is shelter. There's safety. There's castle walls. And like I mean, like yeah. who li- this living could have been a lake. I mean, it could have been a lake, and now it's liquid right. bubbling stuff. Yeah. That could have been where they got their water. Oh, from. actually, so that's why maybe workable wood is great because it's surrounded by woods, right? But is it workable? No. Yeah, because and is our water supply tainted? We don't know. We well, don't. Because well, if we pick shelter as the abundance, the rest are scarcities. Okay, then then shelter is abundance, and the other yeah. two are scarcities. Sweet. Okay, so so now we have to now we do draw all of them. Um. So. How we have to figure out how to come up with? <laughs> well, for like water, you could draw like a well. Yeah, yeah. And for and then make it sad, and then a sad face. Yeah, <laughs> sad we, face. we can we can always do like symbols too. We don't yeah. have to do something like so. We could just do like a water drop. All right, I I'll draw the wood. All right, the water. We'll just I guess I'll put it right in the town because that's where it'd be. Let's see. And Let's see if I can draw uh, upside down. I think for right. shelter, I'm just gonna leave that square box there. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Because it's it's the shelter. There we go. It is probably worth mentioning that this is going to be a bit more of like a casual. <laughs> that looks so weird, but it's a frowning. It's a it's a sad <laughs> it looks well. Like a brave little toaster type of an yeah, item. Yeah, no, it's yeah. a sad well. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, so now we go to play, and to play we play a card by drawing a card. Then we adjust any countdown dice that we have. And then we take an action, which is either discover, hold discussion, or start a project, and then it goes to the next person, and that's one week. So, one extra thing we're going to add here that I'm stealing from Griffin over at the Adventure Zone. Who stole from Friends at the Table. Who stole from (laughs) Friends at the Table is, every six weeks, there is going to be some sort of minor calamity, disaster, discovery, etc. And every 20 weeks, a major, major event will occur. Beautiful. So... At most, we will have two major events that occur 
and we can have uh, a handful of kind of small events or discoveries or other things. Now, one other rule I am adding into this is each week, even though this is technically taking place the year prior to your arrival, you are going to each draw from the magic journal you found at the start of each of your turns. The journal entries are not in order. They are entirely random, but they will help piece together a bit of the story of everything that's happening mm. to whoever that journal owner was while all of this other stuff is occurring. So, I have a super ugly box here filled with a bunch of paper. And you will draw one of these pieces of paper and read it at the start of each of your turns. All right. Cool. I love it. Um, here, we can put that over here. Yeah, you can put it over there. Somewhere somewhere you can reach it, whatever. So, uh, who is going to be going first? Should we roll for it? All three of us? Ooh, Ooh. yeah. Let's have a roll off. It is D&D. &D. Yeah. All right. Boom. I got a one. I got a one. Tyler got a one. I got a five. Vito's <laughs> going first. And we'll just do standard clockwise. Yep. So, right. uh, uh need to grab one of these. Yep. So the journal entry ha uh, does not necessarily have anything to do with what is happening here in the town, but it is something that's happening more or less simultaneously. I shouldn't say simultaneously, but at some point during the year. They're not chronological order, but they are happening to whoever owned that journal uh, that you found on the ocean. And they will hopefully piece together a bit of a story. All right. You know who this person who wrote the... I do. Yes. What, you guys do I was not. Say, what type of voice would you say they have? Like not uh, just not this like give me a descriptive. You voice. know that creepy pervert from family? Yeah. No, no, no. I can't no, do this voice. No, don't do that. No, just no. just read it. Okay. <clears throat> Captain Doc told me today, I've looked happier the past few days. I wonder how he can see anything behind my vi Yeah, okay. That's his weird wording. <laughs> I wonder how he can see anything behind my visor. But anyway, maybe writing this in the journal is helping something I can't see. Okay. Is it Captain Doc? Captain, Captain Doc. D-O-C. Okay. So I'm going to keep this here. So we have... Ooh. Okay. I might just I might, I might just have to get like a piece of paper and like tape them together. Yeah. Uh, just, they <laughs> will more or less tell you a story. Yeah. Yeah. Just so I don't forget which ones we have or not. Okay. All right. Then, Heart of the Cards. All right, and king. the King of Hearts, or the King of Spring. King of Spring, <clears throat> okay. A young boy starts digging in the ground and discovers something unexpected. What is it? Or an old man confesses to past crimes and atrocities. What has he done? Okay, uh, hmm. That is a good, good question. Yeah, those are... Yeah, that, this is a really good card. Now, question, do we put these cards back into the thing? Or? No, no. No? Okay. Once the week passes, the week passes. Because uh, when the decks... When, when those are done, that's the end of the season. Yep. Okay. I know. The... The boy... Went out the... Because he knows the farmland is unusable. Yep. So he was just going over here to play around. And he started digging. And he found... Buried skeletons. Oh. Oh. But they're not human. Okay. They might be humanoid, but they're not human. Oh. And nobody knows what they are. 
So okay, so we find skeletons. It's this skeleton, we, like it's they, pieces they, of skeleton. They can't tell. Yeah, they're pieces of skeleton. What species? What animal species? Or, if, or, they but can't, you did say humanoid. No, I said it could be. Okay, could they be. They can't okay. tell. They can't, like, they can put some things like, well, this could be a skull if you position this like this and this. Oh. But they can't figure out what it actually is or if it is an animal or if it is a humanoid type of creature or what. All they know is they for sure, it doesn't, because I'm assuming most of the people here are human. Uh, it's going to be human, elves, and dwarves. And the, all have you're, you're... vaguely similar skeletons. Yeah. Yeah. They're not them that's okay. what they, that's all they can tell is like these don't look and also there's something off about the skeletons too okay I like, like it like a sheen maybe on it or like divots in them for some reason right like, it's just something is strange about the skeleton and then they can't the skeletons and they can't p- figure out how they go together Okay, I like it. And they can't figure out what it is. Okay, so I'm just gonna. So you drop. I'm gonna move on my mic now, so I can. Yeah, Uh, it gets kind of weird. We uh, need labs for this part. Jeez, I need a. Just keep going. Sorry, Uh, Uh, my roommates have decided recording time is the best time to vacuum the house. So I apologize if you hear that. Um, Eventually, we will have a studio in whatever house. Me and Natalie by. Ooh. Oh, look at that little. Oh, you're drawing it like the pirate skeleton. Yeah, yeah the little yeah. skull and crossbones. Okay. I like it. And you can all you can see how uh, talented I am with uh, <laughs> art, artistry. Artistry. And I, I didn't put this, but I mean, there it's like a bunch of a them. Bunch yeah. Of yeah, it's a whole bunch. It's yeah. like the the fertile land. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So now, you we adjust any dice. Cool. Okay, uh, and then also I get to uh, start a project. Hold a discussion. Hold a discussion or, or discover, discover something. something. Yeah. Well, I'm going to start a project. Okay. And that is... Hmm. 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 That's when it finishes <laughs> a project, it's the person who decided to finish it gets to decide what happens. Unless a card changes that i actually don't know if that's how they did it in the adventure zone i think it 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 makes sense for or whoever's turn turn it it is is that it it finishes because otherwise why would you count the dice down in the middle of a turn rules say because i do like that and also are you only allowed as a person to have one project going at a time no no okay that's what i thought but that seemed to be like how they were playing it on the adventure zone where they each only had one Mm. happening at a time and i was like that sounds boring <laughs> no, yeah, you could definitely have. So it doesn't. There's just, it doesn't say anything. It doesn't about, say anything about who does it. Yeah. But I think it would be a lot more fun if whoever's turn, turn it is, is on. Yeah, is, we'll just do that. Yeah, okay. Because, it, because then, then it's like, well, it's, because I mean, I made this, so it's like, yeah, well, so the project is they're gonna figure out what's going on at this water thing or liquid. And, big thing. And I feel like that is a great way to do more contempt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I would say, so that means they're going to have to go there, study it. I would say for a rudimentary study, three weeks. Three no. weeks? And, and, and what are they trying to discover? They're trying to discover why it's bubbling? No, they're just trying to figure out what it is. Oh, what it is. Because all they know it's a bubbling mass of something. Okay. It could be liquid. It could just be a gelatinous thing, though, and it might not be. All we know is that there's something like a big area that's just bubbling. Oh, 
that's what it is. So whoever started the project gets to tell everyone how it turned out. Update the map. So yep, blah blah blah. Uh, but if a project finished early because of a card instead of the active, instead the active player will tell everyone how it turns out. Hmm. But do you want to I, do, I, I like do it that way, or no. do you want to go with the other? way? I like the other way because yeah. then yep. it's. Because, okay. yeah, like you said, you can develop contempt that way. Yeah. Yeah, I like actually, I, I, actually, I'm going to do four weeks now that I'm thinking about it more. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so yeah. what was the project? He's, they're going to try figuring out what, out what that lake is, like why it's bubbling, what it's, it is. Okay. At, at that point, they don't so even know if it's lake. All they know is that it's uh, it's a bubbling mass. Like this big thing, it just bubbles everywhere. Bubbling. Beautiful. Don't know why. Okay. Beautiful. All right, Tyler, that's your turn. Um, draw a, not a card, a journal entry. Oh, yeah, that's right. I know I can choose not to sleep so I won't dream, but I feel an old soul desperate for I feel an old soul desperate for rest and this is as close as I can get okay. Sorry. <laughs> Some of these are going to be worded really weird. It is intentional. Okay, yep. yep. Uh, I was about to ask, is that intentional? Because yes, when I was reading yes. this my mind was <laughs> I know I can choose not to sleep so I won't dream, but I feel an old soul desperate for rest, and this is as close as I can get until my mission is complete. I have to keep going forward. There is a soul inside of me that is begging to be let out. Oh, how it has been screaming. How it wails and beats against this cage. Is it trapped? Am I trapped? Why has it been feeling, why has it been feeling like this? Why do I feel like this? Mm. Intrigue, intrigue, and so this is all from the same person. This is well, you don't know if it's from the same person, it's but you know it's from the same journal. journal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's put that there. Huh. Okay, now you get to draw your spring card. All right, I've got the six of spring. Okay. Are there children in the community? We already know that's true. <laughs> well, at least one child. Yeah. <laughs> if there are, what is their role in the community? Or, how old are the eldest members of the community? What unique needs do they have? I think I want to go for the elders. Okay. That, that could be interesting because there could be... El- no, there could no, be- no, 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 no. I'm no, saying no. we have different races. Oh, yeah, yeah, They have yeah. different lifespans. So a young elf could be older than an old human. I, I think I want to make it... I, I think I also, also want to make, like... There's a 300-year-old... There's a group of 300-year-old humans. Why? How? And maybe it has something to do with the uh, immortality stuff or whatever. What are their unique needs? What are their unique needs? Yeah, I think their unique needs are flesh to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I was like, D- James is going <laughs> to have some fun. <laughs> see... He wanted to do this game so we can come up with this story, so yeah. he doesn't have to do anything. That's you have thing. no idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I um, their unique needs are that water. We don't know if it's water yet, though, or not. That liquid. It's there's just a bubbling mass. You can't. So people are assuming it's liquid because it's bubbling. N- not necessarily. What if that? Fuck, we can't. No. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yep. I'm just so, trying to tell you that this isn't necessarily liquid or water. It's just a bubbling. They, they need whatever that is. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And I, they're not going to be in here. Nope. Yeah. Um. So I'm just going to draw some old people. <laughs> <laughs> some stink lines. Ones in a wheelchair. Yeah. Right. Put a cane in there. So um. So they are a group. 
there's a group of people are that, they grumpy old men? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they they are four hundred years older than they are expected to live to. That's my idea. So they're oh god, what am like I doing? Five, <laughs> they're like five hundred years old then. Well, if, well, well, like if so they're like humans, a, that would be like. 320 years older than they should be. Yeah. Wait, their expectancy is only is negative. 20? No, if, if, if they're, they're 400 if years they're 400 older. 400 years older. Oh, so yeah. So it'd yeah, be yeah, 420 yeah. would be <laughs> what you're thinking. Yeah. yeah so yeah. 320, that means they're. Did you just give him a crab claw? Why is that like a. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm imagining it's a bowl for right. whatever the thing I, 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 do have a, I do have a question. Is that like a mask? No, no, that's they're just so old it's that they like don't have their mouth anymore. Leather no, mask. they took their mouth off. <laughs> oh, that's their teeth. Yeah, they, they got t- dentures. Yeah. 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 Okay, so now that that's happened, we lower counters. All right. Um, and three. Okay, and now uh, I'm discover, going hold a discussion or start project. I'm going to discover a crack in the wall. I think. Ooh, like a big crack? Uh, no, it's not. It's not dangerous. It's not like, oh, geez, we could anything could come through here. But it's just like this is gonna need to get fixed. Okay. Um, and Makes the sense. longer it goes on, it might get worse and worse. Okay, I think that's very fair and safe. I'm just gonna go like that. Whatever, it's fine. Beautiful. Look at how cute. <laughs> so that's just a discovery. Yeah, yeah. which right. I don't think then I do anything no. special. No, they just discovered that. That's all that. Okay, all right. so that makes it my turn. So are you going to draw? I am journal? not because right. I know what they all are. I want you guys to yeah, have the fair. sense of discovery. Um, I will draw a card, and I get the Jack of Spring, which is let me. Ooh, it's a good one. Is it a good one? Yeah, you want it, me it's really it? good. No, no, no. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. You see a good omen, what is it? Or you see a bad omen, what is it? Wow, this this okay, this is <laughs> a good them, one. Yeah, it's a good one. One of them is actually really easy though cuz the bad omen is just the movie omen. So <laughs> uh, Actually, I've never watched it. I don't know if it's bad or not. <laughs> it probably is. It's a horror. Oh movie. man, okay, this is a hard one actually though because in the prologue to this Oh shit, it was just good there was just a good and a bad omen that occurred. So what is even more ominous in a good or a bad way than what was already happening? Ooh, I got it. They see a bad omen. And the omen is the storm, this giant maelstrom you guys just sailed through. It makes landfall. Ooh. So, like, normally there's a few miles of coast, like... From the coast out to the ocean where, like, it's fine. They, you can fish. You can do whatever. With varying degrees of success because everything in the water is poisoned anyway. But the storm makes landfall. And it just blasts the, the land with salt. Oh. Which kills everything, right? Yeah. That's already dead anyway. Yeah, yeah. the land's already dead. But, like... It just blasts the land with salt and ice and, like, magic, lightning, hits things, starts fires, whatever. But that is a true bad omen for 200 years of this never happening. And then it happens. Yep. Yep. Um... I don't really know how I'm gonna draw that other than maybe I'm just gonna make, like, a little, like, mark. Salts. Yeah, you don't don't need to put it all over the place. 
There's just like there's some salt. And now we know that's everywhere, but yeah, yeah it's just represented then, there. This is the maelstrom. Ooh, yeah. So like the storm. That's the not nautilus shell. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, storm made <laughs> landfall. Okay, Ammonite made landfall. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so then let's see. We adjust our dice. Bloop. And uh, discover, hold a discussion, or start a project. I'm going to start a project um, with the the storm making landfall. People are afraid. Uh, they have shelter, and there is an abundance of shelter, but it's bad shelter. They're going to work on shoring up the castle keep. And more specifically, all the living buildings that they have so that they're safe from if the storm continues to make landfall. And I think that's going to be a significant project, especially with the lack of resources. Yeah. So it's going to take six weeks. Gotcha. Um, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to draw a little house here. And we're going to give it a door and a cute little window. Beautiful. And it's got a stovepipe chimney. Ooh. Um, and a Gatling gun? Wow. Yeah, and it's got a Gatling. And a stripper pole, for whatever and, reason. And it's got a flag. Ooh. And uh, a tree. Ooh. And a white picket fence. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're making some real good houses here. Um, and that's going to take six weeks. Sweet. Yep, makes sense. Okay, right. so then uh, that is Bronson, your turn. Draw us a journal entry. Ooh. The captain said he knew of a spell that can help with bad dreams. He told me by the next new moon it should be ready. I hope it helps. Oh, wait, cause, and then the first one was the captain could that, tell that there was something wrong. No, that they were the ha they're happier than they have been. Oh, that's right. And then yours was saying that you couldn't sleep. That well, and it was sleep. all about bad dreams and all that stuff. And so now the captain. Hmm. Oh, who is the captain, I wonder? Captain, captain Maybe. I don't know. Who, I wonder who captain. Oh, wait a second. Is it Wiley? No. <laughs> is Wiley it in a different Doofenshmirtz? life. Dr. Doc. Oh. No, it's Doofenshmirtz. Doofenshmirtz yeah. is not involved in this podcast <laughs> whatsoever. All right. I have... Three of spring. <clears throat> and that is, someone new arrives. Who? Or, two of the community's younger members get into a fight. What provoked them? Oh, okay. <gasps> oh, my God. Sorry, I just know what I'm doing for my turn. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think somebody new arrived. Oh, yeah. Okay, somebody okay. they weren't expecting. I Okay, yep. Um, you could have to tell me a little bit about Alfana, because like what type of Alfana was lived a bastion to the elves. Um, it its main two races were elves and humans. All right. Um, many of the elves that became under siege by Melissa uh, went to Alfana. It was the oh. farthest away place they could get, um, away from Melissa and the Great Army. Um, and the new dark, or not the new dark army, but the old dark army, whatever. So elves were huge in this community as were humans. Cause humans were already here. Dwarves were all, are the third largest group of people because the whole continent of Alfana, three sides of it are all mountains. The only way to enter in Alfana is actually on 
our compass rose is off by 45 degrees. <laughs> I was looking at that. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Oh, um, it's it's the southwest and so western. North is that way. Yeah, it's yeah. So you just said, eh. yeah. Um. Anyway, ignoring that. Um, the southwest and the western side of Alfano were the only ways to make landfall, which is why people couldn't go around the globe the other direction to get around the maelstrom, because it is literally a giant line of mountains surrounding it and sheer cliffs on the edge and bunches of volcanoes and shit. So it's just basically insurmountable, in, in, impassable. So you could only make landfall on the one side where it used to be connected to a different continent. Oh. And that's where the storm formed. Oh. Um, but other than that, elves, humans, dwarves, top three people that were here. And uh, Alfano was known for being kind of like their own deal anyway. They what? didn't often take part in the world squabbles aside from generally accepting like um, the intercontinental agreement, which was... A country can only have five major cities with people over, like, with a population of over 200,000. And then any cities beyond that had to be broken up into a new country or county. All right. Um, how advanced were they for, like, technology or magic-wise? Uh, magic-wise would probably be higher than technology-wise. All right. Um, the dwarves in the mountains, for sure, were a technolo technologically advanced uh, group of people. Um, they had to be in order to basically live in these extremely hostile mountains. And then the rest of the land would have been more like religious based or more magic based communities All right. outside All right. of your general just society. I, I got it. I got it. Um, I know exactly who arrives. It's a new group of people. Which direction were the mountains? Was it like all around or... Uh, so the uh, the area you're at, the mountains aren't anywhere nearby. Yeah, I'm saying like where the um, mountain range would be. Like what direction from this? South, east, north, northeast, southeast. Like it's a giant C shape. All right. Well, from the north came this group of people from underground. Okay. That are... When they show up, they're not hostile, but they're also, you can't, you could tell that there are different races at one point. Mm. Oh. But now, you can't, parts of their, they're not full on, like, human or live anymore. They're, like, part construct. Oh. And so it's magically and technolo technology combined where they... Like the dwarves and elves and humans all got together and started pretty much replacing parts of themselves. So they're like oh. cyborgs or androids. But like magical cyborgs. But cyborg. it's magi magical. Some from our metal, some from our rock, some from our elementals. Like one could have like water arms or stuff like that. Right. But they have full control over a piece of magical properties. Oh. Okay. And they just came from underground. Okay. So like they heard a commotion up here. So. I would say they, uh... Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Just, I would say a group. Let's say it would be like a, almost like an exploratory group. 
So like maybe like 12, 15 people? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not, nothing huge. Not so like, like a, a dozen. Big, a, yeah, dozen a dozen of dozen, these people show up. A dozen up. of these people. And you can't, it, like the only way you could tell, especially the two taller races apart, is because there might be some that have like part of their face is still their normal like flesh. So they have like the elf ear. Just like yeah. one. But like that other side is just a construct side. And this, so this is a discovery. Yeah. Uh, oh no, this no, is this your is, card. This is this my is card. card. Okay. This yep. is somebody new showed up. Yep. Cool. New people showed up because they're like, "What's going on here now?" Yep. Yep. Okay. And it's all like they all. I would think they have like almost like magical veins and stuff that like light up, or they have moons yeah. on them, or something that light up, and like you could tell it's like there's magical aura around them, like all of them, even the dwarves. Like, somebody have... rolled an Arcana check and was like, "These are Arcana." <laughs> yeah. These <laughs> are like, hey, I rolled them that one, but I can tell. Magic, <laughs> like, because it just excludes from exudes. them. Exudes, no, ex- no, excludes from them. Yeah, they, exclude. they don't. They don't. <laughs> you did this in a couple know, episodes ago that I edited, and I was gonna call. I was gonna call you on the phone and call you out about it. You I said it, it excludes something. I mean, and it, I was ex- like, is that right? No, it's extrudes. My bad. Exudes. What's extrudes? It's an extrude. Extruding is if you extrude something through a thing. Exuding is like okay, it's coming just off. exuding. Em- yeah, it emits. Yeah. There you go. They're emitting. Mat- like strong, right. powerful magical aura. Got it. But you can also tell that it's very technologically based too. Okay. It's just a bunch of like gears and stuff like that for people that are like. All metal right, based. we're playing Divinity too. Got it. <laughs> I, um, I like it. The seraphs, dude, they're badass. Oh, I guess. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Yeah, me was, either. Until you were like, yeah. they're like technologically magical, and I'm like, yeah. the seraphs from Divinity. Yeah, no, it was just one of those. I'm like, it'd be cool if they were, you know. I, I was like, ooh, maybe constructs. But I'm like, no, we already had Judge. We knew that. Constructs with something yeah, that, that I, thing. So I'm like something similar but different. I'm like cyborgs that are, but I don't want like ooh, they're cyborgs, metal fleshes. No, it's a bunch of different things. And with magic, oh, they so can cool. literally make anything a part of them if they Perfect. wanted to. Okay, uh, beautiful. Hey, you, you're giving us a lot of descriptions for something we need to investigate. These are just on the. Like if you, somebody, yeah, but sees you're, them, you're giving you us like deeper. Like they can imbue and think. Like oh, that's no. the kind of stuff you leave as mystery. My bad. My bad. No, you're okay. You're okay. Yeah, I, I, I didn't was say anything because I love it. I it was just one of those. I was yeah. trying to explain what. It, no, no, like, no. I know. I, was get, I, like, I liked oh. it. I dig it. Yep. And okay. ex- especially the first couple of rounds, it's a little bit. You, you know, yeah, you're yeah. feeding yeah. into it. Yeah. All right. So then we do the. Uh, so now we count on our dice. Oh yeah. All right, and then. I am gonna start a project, which is something that we need. Because the water is dry. So, before that... No, the water is sad. Yes, it's sad, it's sad water. But I think... But also, the water is dry? <laughs> yes. The well. Have you ever drank water that just left your mouth? Like, yeah, right? right like, yeah, man, yeah. this water... <laughs> real dry water. <clears throat> man, this water could be a little more wet, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. The well is dry. This is very thin yeah, water. Yeah. We need a good, thick, yeah. thick water uh, here. So, I think people have got together and decided, we need to figure out how to make this water drinkable. Mm. So they're not. So they're gonna desalinate it. Yeah, they're gonna get together and make a plan and figure and like. So the project is like a planning. Yeah, it's a planning project. So when that's done, they can start on actually doing it. So okay, so they're they're basically they're making a blueprint for like a machine or something to desalinate. Got it. That's what it is. And uh, (laughs) this is something they want to get correct and good. So I would Um, say five weeks. Okay, here's a die. Dry your little jiggly wiggly. Five weeks. Okay, we'll, we'll put. Or it. you could just put that by the well too. Yeah, let's just do that. Yeah. But I also need to draw because everything we do, we need to do a little. Yeah. Draw. All right, you draw. So you I'll, could just like write a, like a, a yeah, board. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a little draw a board meeting. No, I'll just do it. <laughs> or like a little notice board with like. Yeah. A, yeah. Aww. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, this is a blueprint. Okay, oh, there you cool. go. Cool. 
right, so, so Tyler's turn. Give us a journal entry. All right. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you, James. <laughs> <laughs> tout comprende ses tout pardoner. <laughs> yes! What? It's a different language. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tout comprende ses tout pardoner. Like an actual language or one oh, you made up? Sorry, sorry. And then, it, and comma, what does this mean? Why do I dream in Elvish? I woke up with this replaying through my head over and over. Have I really been dreaming so much? Tu comprende ser tu partner. Just kidding. They're French. I don't know how to say that. You know, that's interesting because Wiley started dreaming about that he was somebody else. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's very interesting. That's so interesting. And correct me if I'm, uh, if I'm remembering correctly. They were on an airship, not a watership. Correct. Yes. They were on an airship. And that's where we'll end this week's episode. Everybody, I hope you really had a good time as we journeyed along with this one. This one was a little bit slower, a little bit more granular, simply because we were kind of describing everything, getting you into the mode for how this was going to go. So forgive us for that. The rest of the episode should be a little bit smoother with more of us just kind of delving into the lore, the reason why, discoveries, and the different events that are occurring. Other than that, um, just a quick reminder... It does look like our first live show is going to be in October. We are hella nervous about it, but I hope you guys are just super stoked for it as much as we are because we might be nervous, but we are also super excited. Alongside of that, we are going to be doing a giveaway for a player's handbook and a set of dice. They might be custom dice or they might just be some dice we do some fun things to before we send them out. Uh, more information about that will be available on our Facebook page or over on our Instagram or TikTok page. We will have an official announcement about that coming up as well. And I will get more official information about our live show as that is delivered to us in the near future that we will also disseminate through our different various social media avenues. Uh, on top of that, a huge shout out and thanks to Reed Reimer for composing the intro and outro Room and Bard theme song. And if you haven't checked him out, check out his link in the description below of the episode in the show notes. And I think that's it. We'll be back. Um, we normally have been doing an every other week upload schedule, but I think for at least this arc, we're going to be doing it weekly to kind of A, make up for our hiatus for a month, and B, because these episodes are a little bit shorter. They'll probably be between like that 30 to 60 minute mark as I break it up and I find the areas that tend to flow a bit better. Um so they're a lot easier to edit than like our two and three hour episodes that I have to sit and pour over for nine to 12 hours of editing. <laughs> so with that being said, I really hope you guys are enjoying this new arc. And if you are, please don't forget to let us know. We love seeing your guys' comments and we love to know what you guys are into. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash room and bard. Um, it's still just kind of uh, a work in progress. We're trying to think of what kind of rewards you you guys might want so if you have any ideas again shoot us an email shoot us a comment a, a twitter whatever give us give us some ideas of what you the fans would find valuable out of something if you were to be a subscriber to our patreon or to support us in some way other than that thank you so much for coming and checking this out i can't wait to hear uh, you guys' feedback and, and we will see you next week current starts picking up as more of the waves buffet against the side of the ship 
um, and you hear thunder rolling in the distance. A storm is coming. Gentlemen Games Podcast.